It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. Well, we got another first here for uh, our podcast, and that is we're going to tackle some questions from you guys out there. Questions from parents, youth pastors, uh, this is the, the misfit community out there, and so we decided to grab a bunch of these, compile them onto one episode, and we're going to knock through them. Are we ready to go? I yep. love it. All right. All right. We're going to try to move through these in quick <clears throat> pace. So, question number one. Uh, yes. Question two is no. Question three Heck no. And Question four. Maybe. <laughs> it just depends Done. on the situation. So there you have it. I mean, I thank you for, for listening. Next time. Um, check out the yes. show notes. It'll, um, it'll blow your mind. Okay, so first question. Here it is. What is the best way to gain the trust of students when you are... This already sounds bad, right? Do I, I don't even have to finish. What's the best way to gain trust of students? Why? What are you trying to do? You're trying to get them in your caddy? You're trying to offer them some candy? Yeah. What Puppies are you trying candy. to do? You know, we, what, so let me finish the question for real. What is the best way to gain... you made what? it weird. I did make... Well, that first part of it sounds I didn't, weird. I didn't know how you were going there, but you went there. It's I fine. did. Yeah. I did. Uh-huh. What is the best... Here's the real question. What is the best way to gain the trust of students when you are a, a new pastor or youth leader boom there it is Mm. that's a good one yeah 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 so i'm actually in this position and i think it's just consistency Mm -hmm. worked with this youth group for about two months Mm -hmm. and over time i mean they're learning you and you're learning them uh they've seen bad examples of people just peacing out and they've seen breakdown in authority you know like they have every reason to doubt us Mm -hmm. so it's just consistency like consistently Mm -hmm. showing up Mm-hmm. Uh, being consistent with your rules and how you interact, and yes. then just like loving them through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I would even say because consistency was actually the answer I was going to give to you, but that's a good one. But also just being authentic in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a youth pastor or or, or you're, you're deciding to go into youth, uh, it takes a, a special kind of person, or it's, it definitely is a different personality type. And if you do have that personality type, I ask that you be like authentic in that. Yeah. Because kids don't like fakers and they can point it out in a second and they'll they'll run over you. And they were like, or they just will not For trust real. you at all. And it also builds authentic community. Yeah. We want the church to be a place where people can be authentic. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I'm glad you're here for this one. <laughs> so everybody, this is Jeff Jenkins, creator of Chubby Diaries. Yes, Chubbydiaries.com. Yes. You need to go check him out, follow him. Now Jeff is what we call an entrepreneurial spirit and uh, in ministry, in business, all of it using his gifts in amazing ways, but also taught in the school system yes. for a very long time, yes. has, uh, has worked with young people, so he knows his stuff. I love this. Um, that's good. You know, I think a lot of, in this question, a lot of, a lot of uh, one of the things you got to be careful of if you're new to the role is I would not go into the role with already your plan on what you want to do. Now, sometimes mm-hmm. that plan gets gets provided to you by the senior pastor, which could be a mistake. But if if you're getting to know a group of students and you come in with an agenda and a plan, you're basically saying to them, hey, here's what we're doing, whether you like it or not, follow me, yeah. right? Yeah. Versus coming into it and inviting them to be a part of the ministry 
planning process. Yeah. You know, like hey, I'm, I'm new to this. I don't have all the answers. I'm getting to know you guys. I'd love to have a series of hangouts and get-togethers to figure out where we go together. Yeah, that's real. Like that. So the first couple months, I mean, I just played their show. Like, we kept running with what they were doing. And we decided, like, hey, we're on a team. This is our mission. We want to grow this group. We want to do big things. And then Coach K rules. So Coach K coached the Olympic team, yep. you know, years back. He has all these all-stars, all these different players, all these big personalities. He let them set the rules. And then that's what they held each other accountable to. And so that's kind of what we did. Like and that. so they have ownership also. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you've been following us, you know that we highly encourage you to take your students through Throat Punch Normal or the Purpose Project and, and that be one of the very first things you do, especially as a new youth leader or pastor, because how can you know where God wants to direct the ship if you don't know the pieces that God has sent you? Right now, you're just making assumptions that these are all teens, and some of them are Christians, some of them are not, but you only know the surface level. You need a tool, even if it's not ours, you need something that's going to help give you insight into how each kid in your ministry is uniquely wired, what they care about, and then how you can craft a path to walk down with them. And so, um, again, it goes back to don't just come in with your own agenda and say, here's where we're going. Take time to get to know your students one-on-one, their passions, their gifts, their everything going on at home, life experiences. And then once you've collected that data, then, you know, take them on a journey with you. I think that's the best way to kind of build relationships and trust. For real. I have so many doors to be able to speak into my kids' lives because we're working through that right now. Like we're Mm -hmm. six weeks in. I know they're Myers-Briggs. I know their strengths and their weaknesses. Oh, wow. In Mm -hmm. knowing their strengths and their weaknesses, I know how they view themselves, Mm -hmm. which helps me understand how they think God views them. Mm -hmm. And we're able to take it to a whole nother level. I know what their passions are, their short-term goals. Like we're really able to break it down and personalize, Mm -hmm. you know, what we're doing. All right. Good stuff. I like it. Next question. Ready? Here it comes. All right. How do you balance being a friend and leader to students? I don't even know if you can be both. Woof. It's very, it's very hard. I actually, even as a teacher and even doing um, ministry work as well with students, I always told kids, as much as, as crazy as it sounds, I'm not your friend. As much as, as, much as I would love to, and I, I love on you to death. I, I'm I'm your teacher or this, but a lot of times I've I've seen people be friends with with kids, and it it has gotten it's, it's gotten people in trouble, mm-hmm. or it's too close or too close for my comfort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so for me, I always tell children like our kids that or students that they're we're not we're not friends. Uh, but like but I'm I'm your I can be your mentor. I can be a teacher to you. I can be. Um, just whatever else in a sense, but like being a friend or even family, I actually like family mm-hmm. even more, but like friend yeah. for some reason is a, is definitely like this close relationship that mm-hmm. I don't want to have, uh, with the students. Yeah. And that I doesn't mean not yeah, having not, a relationship, yeah, not having like, a relationship with I love them. and care about you, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. When I think friend, I think, okay, friends have fun with each other. They, they hang out, they keep it casual. Friends come and go. You know, when I think leader, I think someone who's going to use their influence to model and teach. Yeah. And to me, those are those are two very different things. I mean, they can work 
hand in hand, but they're they're different, right? So I I, I feel like as a as a youth leader yep. or a youth pastor, you want to aim to be a leader. They want to follow, and friendships over time can develop naturally mm-hmm. when you're someone they really want to follow. I mean, yeah. I can't. It's and I can say this being now twenty years deep in youth yeah. ministry, that there are some kids, not our kids anymore, but we're still in contact. Yes, right, and, and we're actually friend. We're legitimately friends now. Do I recognize I'm kind of like an older brother or even a father figure to some now that I'm getting older? Yeah, yeah. But that, but it it, evol- it evolved into a friendship. Yes, you know, but it didn't start there. I'm, I'm glad you said that because. My students looked forward to graduation day uh, when they were 18. I said, 18, and you graduated. You can find me on Facebook or hit me okay. up on social media, or you can just hit me up whenever. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that, like, they look forward. Like, graduation mm-hmm. day came, you will see a ton of uh, Facebook messages. Of yeah, that's cool. Kids adding me because yeah. I told them, like, hey, at that moment, no. But now, yes. Yes. We can definitely be friends. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Boundaries. I mean, boundaries yes. are clear. Mm-hmm. I've been guilty of like playing the friendship role. Like, that's kind of my personality. So, I'm just buddy, buddy with everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, real laid back. And, uh, and I paid the price for it a lot. Mm-hmm. Not in like a bad way where yeah, like yeah, boundaries yeah. are blurred, but just kids trying to like take advantage of that or pushing your boundaries because mm-hmm. kids will push your yes, boundaries. So, just being clear up front with intentionality, knowing I'm a leader. You know, I'm here to, to organize this so that we can all learn to protect all of us mm-hmm. and uh, and create that environment. Yep. So I tell them, like, hey, there's times to, to sit and listen, and then there's times to cut back and have fun. There's times for both, but you got to listen to me to know when yep. and where and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, next one. What is the best way to allocate funds on a tight budget? Oh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Domino's, because Domino's will cut you a deal, and they got that good crust. It's like the best of the cheap pizza. All right? Oh yeah, totally. All so, day, yeah. Uh-huh. Cheap pizza. Make them pay for the pizza and the drinks. Yeah, come on, come on. Yes, seriously. Yes. You can do two that. or three dollars uh, is actually way more than you actually need. Yeah, I yeah. mean, when yeah. you well, first of all, if you buy in, it's not their money anyways. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you buy in bulk, and you okay, you got a small group. You're getting two pizzas. Like you get a coupon. All right, maybe you get those for. Eight bucks, maybe. I mean, like, that's a dollar a slice. You get the soda cans or 50 cents. You should at least break even. Yeah. (laughs) If if not, make money with food in youth ministry. And at the same time, maybe you're tapping into, like, an entrepreneurial gift and some kid that's running your concession stand. You know, you should be making money. I think that's what it is, though. It's investment. Mm -hmm. So I wrote invest in your leaders because then you're able to multiply yourself Mm -hmm. um, or invest in sharing your story because then you're able to bring other parents on board, find leaders and other champions of this next generation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, here's where I think people get caught. If you're if you're a youth leader, nobody's probably taught you how to budget or create a budget or to create even a strategic plan and how to fund a strategic plan. So there's a lot of missing pieces here. The first question is, what are you trying to do in ministry? What is your core goal? Because your core goal should, the the little funds you have should support the most important thing you're trying to accomplish in ministry. And do not say, I'm trying to get all my kids to have a relationship with Jesus. 
how how are you exactly trying to do that is what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, that was good. You, we you just want to go out like, and make disciples of all nations. We just, yes, we, we just, yeah. Don't yeah. give me that, man. What exactly are you trying to do in your unique church context, first and foremost? Because then you can have the question of, like, how are you trying to fund it? What do you need? I mean, and this is coming from two guys here that started a teen center on $500 a month. Wow. Right, we didn't pay for food. The teens paid for that. We didn't need to spend money on curriculum or books because you can buy one book and make copies or Throat something punch else. Normal. You know, you could do a lot of different things. Just creative ways. You don't have to spend money on things you don't need to spend money on. You don't need to go take kids out to lunch to spend time with them. You know, here's what we did: with well, five hundred dollars a month, most of our money went to two things. Because in order to have a teen center, we needed free classes. We needed to bring teens in from outside the church. So we got volunteer teachers. We had the church space already. We needed to market to get the students in, and we needed some supplies that we couldn't get donated. So that was Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. We literally bought supplies and put that $500 to marketing, and that's what we did. And then we did extra fundraising on top of that to add to it, but that... That money supported our chief goal, which was to start a teen center. Yeah. And we had leaders. I mean, we had people behind this vision. And so maybe it is figuring out what your pain point is. Like, what hurts the most right now? If you need leaders to make this happen, then find leaders. If it's, you know, something like that, then throw money into supplies or or marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And we spent a lot of money on stuff we, we truly didn't need. It was just the easy buy, and we bought it. But that's the kind of stuff that you can cut when you're on a tight budget and trying to figure out how to allocate funds you know, to what matters most. So good one. All right, next one. What's the deal with TikTok? <laughs> Should my kids be on it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm learning. I've been learning about TikTok. Uh, I knew it when it was musically. Okay, yeah. here's, here's a fun fact. TikTok and Musical.ly are under the same parent company were $75 billion. And so it's a social media platform that's growing and you can do some really cool things with it. Musical.ly, hasn't TikTok like, haven't they like merged together? They might have. I think they have. It's just just the TikTok. It's just TikTok TikTok now. Yeah. But the concept is still the same, right? Right. Your kids are creating short kind of lip sync musical videos. Um, it's like Instagram stories, yes. just Instagram stories. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, and uh, you know, in and of itself, there's I don't, there's nothing wrong with it. Although it is yet another platform that you can message people on. Correct. And anytime you're on social media, where messaging is allowed, that's I think where the real danger is. And as a parent, um, you want to be looking out for that because I, you know, I, obviously I have a. 11 year old that we're just now giving a phone to um it doesn't it doesn't operate as a phone so it doesn't have text messages but he can download even games now and apps almost everything has a messaging function yeah so that if he's got a, a profile that's visible out there anyone and anyone everyone can reach out to him right mm-hmm. and hit him up yeah so i think that's something you should at least be mindful of and be checking yeah, and with TikTok, your videos can go to the For You page. Anyone can see it. That's how you blow up right. and become TikTok famous. Yeah. Uh, I do like these over like Snapchat, 
where yeah. the messaging function disappears after that. Yeah. But I think for a lot of me, like for me, it comes down to you knowing where your kid is at. Have you actively had conversations about tech yeah. and how to steward that responsibly? It's like, I'm not just going to throw your son behind the wheel of a car and let him go drive. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we know like kind of where he's at. Yeah. We know where he's going. Yeah. Yeah. Let's build up to it. TikTok itself is, there's nothing wrong with TikTok. It's mm -hmm. what people do on it. <laughs> mm -hmm, that can be a thing. And if you are, like you just said, if you aren't actively engaging in your child's life, period, uh, to even know what they're doing, a lot of times uh, it, it can, yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody talk about like an approach to culture a while back and we can either like just embrace it wholeheartedly, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. let my kid be a TikTok star. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. don't even worry about it. We can mm -hmm. run from it and hide from it. Or we can come in and like reform it. A kid was showing me his TikTok and he was showing me like TikTok evangelists, like guys that get on there and use it almost in a pastoral like wow, way. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Like share a message and just love on people. It was it was cool. Mm -hmm. And so I, I tend to lead towards that third approach. Yeah. You know, like, like with that. boundaries, stewarding it in the right way. Mm -hmm. This can be an awesome tool. Yes. And You're gonna be a great driver one day. Yeah. Let's awesome. build towards that. That's great. Love that. Um last one. Okay. okay. We, yeah. we we saved the toughest for last though. Uh here it comes. How would you handle the hard-to-love outspoken students? Hmm. I actually, that, that was my gifting back in the day. Oh, the hard, okay. all right. Well, being the be, to yeah, love being the hard-to-love outspoken kid, or, no, 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 or no, dealing, no, with no, I'm dealing with them. Dealing kidding. with them. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't get outspoken until I got older. So, um, but what I, I've learned is whatever they like throw at you or or give you that outer surface. Like I always just go straight to the heart, mm -hmm, and yes. I always ask the question: Like, do you do you actually want to be upset like this, or do you or do you, are you really actually feeling this way? And I don't know. It's, it's like if you can go past their their outer and into their internal. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I can always I can get a kid, and it was it was magic. They used to say it was like magic uh, because I can see kid two kids about to fight, and I could go up to a kid that I might know uh, out of the two, and and like talk them down so quick, like. Most kids like they need they need to take a while before they can like just calm down. But I could calm a kid down real quick is because I always go to like most times like yeah like anytime most people don't want to get to that place of like frustration or why is it this like if they they know they're hard to love a lot of times a lot of these kids and so if you can reach them where they're at and like hey I know you probably don't want to feel this way or whatever. And getting to that and diving into that definitely helps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I think of, there's a book I'm reading right now. It's called Brainstorming by uh, Dan Siegel. And it's mm -hmm. about like the adolescent mind and how it forms. And so if that's the mind, it forms from the back to the front. <laughs> and the front is where your logic and reason is, yeah. where like we try and operate. The back is your feelings and your emotional, like your primal brain. And a lot of times, I mean, because of the way their mind is forming, that's where they're operating from. So like mm -hmm. what you're talking about, if you have that relationship and you can slow them down, if you've been consistently authentic with them, mm -hmm. like question one, and you can just speak to the heart of yep. it, calm all those nerves, all the emotions, all the feelings. Let's just get down to the heart of it. You're safe here. Let's talk. Then you can start to really get at what's yep. going on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think of it as, uh, you know, as trying to ride a bull 
coming straight out of the cage. You know, uh-huh. you're as a, a leader, you're thinking, oh man, how do I get control of this wild situation? It's only a matter of time before I'm getting thrown off this thing. And um, and so I, I think it's important to remember that these type of students have the potential to become your best leaders. Yes. Here's why. Everybody's listening to them anyway. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right? They may not like what they have to say, but their voice is being heard. Yes. So when, as you as you guys are talking about, as you take these students aside and start to build relationships with them to get to know them, mm-hmm. right? You you do start to drop in, hey, I want you to know that you've been given a gift, right? Mm, Your voice is a gift. And it 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 actually can be used to build up or tear down the you know, we've hear that all the time. But these kids need to be reminded of that. Yeah. You know, when you speak, everyone around you is listening. The question is it's where really do you want to follow? Where do you want to take them? See, I love so. that because that's like an anchor statement. It's something right. you can go yeah. back to. I was going to say, build consistent rules. Let the rules be the bad guy. Or build anchor statements with these mm-hmm. guys. Whenever they start to do something, you mm-hmm. can speak that. Like, hey, how are you using your voice? Mm-hmm. And get them to start I thinking. Like, like you're just love building that. a yeah. habit. Oh, that's totally awesome. Yeah. Uh, and th- uh, this actually ties into the very first question. You know, I think when you have those students, you need to backtrack and be like, how do I build trust? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and relationship with this with this student well uh, clearly they're crying out in pain negative attention is better than no attention for most of these students and so they're crying out and it's gonna it's gonna be about how well you get to know who they are how they're wired what their story is before you can begin to to speak into that and trust is built and then you can start to lay the foundation for this idea that no you're a leader you're someone that can influence and here's how you do it in this environment so, or you just throat punch them, or you. Th- or <laughs> I'm you, just kidding. With <laughs> what, what Zach meant was normal. give them the book of throat, throat punch, punch normal. normal. Yeah, 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 that's, it. Yeah, that's not what I, I said. You. That's not. <laughs> you know, yeah, it works love too. It. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Jeff, thanks for joining us hey, on I'm this. So glad that was good, here. man. That was fun. I, that was quick. Hey, listen, if you got questions out there, uh, email them to us. Send them to us. You can uh, hit us up in a million different ways. Catalystcollective.community, Church Misfit. Um, dot com. So we, there's a lot of different ways to connect with us. But uh, what are you thinking about? What are you battling with out there? We'd love to hear it, and we will uh, we'll tackle them in a future episode. So. Yeah. Share your best awesome. questions and answers below. Yeah. Let's do it. Until next time. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.